Hi guys, welcome back to my petty universe. Y'all already know before we get started with episode two, we have to take the petty pledge. All right, y'all ready? Put your right hands over your heart and repeat after me. We are all nosy, not slanderous. We're petty, not malicious. And you guys are not my followers, we are friends. Okay guys, so today I wanted to have a discussion a real life discussion about television shows and more specifically interracial relationship on television shows um, and then maybe segue or also speak about just racial roles in TV and film um, and I kind of wanted to start off with Sandra Rhimes and I hope I said that right. But what I really want to talk about is her show Bridgerton, which everybody talked about. And also her show um, Scandal, which everybody talks about, as well as How to Get Away with Murder. Um, we can speak to Grey's Anatomy, but I also feel like, you know, maybe it's not here for the discussion. But what I wanted to talk about is why you know Sandra Rhimes writes interracial relationships into a lot of her um, in, into a lot of her series and I think she does this um, one to this is just my speculation one to satisfy the the need you know for the public to have you know a relatable character and we already know relatable these days means white and you know saying that should not be offensive it, it it's just true you know what i mean so i don't really want to um get into the specifics of whether that's right or wrong i feel like that's just what it is and then um secondly i feel like in order to have a black lead accepted it kind of goes back to my first point where you kind of have to have a a white supporting character role um, and they have to have a couple of tropes attached to them in order for them to be accepted um, in mainstream TV series. And that kind of has to be the white savior trope. And so that means that though the white supporting um, character has fluidity, um, what's kind of also upsetting is that the supporting, the, the supporting role uh, where there's a black lead and a and a white supporting role uh, actor or actress playing They're so multi-dimensional and I feel like that always makes me feel away It makes me feel away because I, f I think that writing characters like that is so beautiful and that's kind of how people are in real life but then if you just take a look at the you know black lead they're so one-dimensional they're so flat um, they typically have one one thing, you know, one adversity that they're trying to constantly get over. Um, they get in their own way. They just spend so much time being one thing and you never get to see them as, as anything else. And it's almost like you, you, you get to like the other, uh, the supporting role person rather than the main character. So I feel like that's why um, when we're talking about inclusion, we kind of have to be deliberate in that. And I feel like people need to take the time 
people, writers, um, all of the fancy pants art people, gotta take the time and start writing, you know, people of color as these multi-dimensional characters and not because they're people of color, but because they're people first. Um, so I kind of really, I was watching that and I was just kind of so upset that some of the movies that I really like because of their inclusivity um, with people of color are also some of the movies that perpetuate some of the most stereotypical black features and just having that black body or that you know body of color so one-dimensional and so very predictable and I think what's also discerning about all of this is that I, I feel like um, people with, you know, um, like it, a part of the LGBTQ plus community are also being presented like that. And I feel like that's unfair in a lot of ways because there are literally three storylines. Either the person is um, gay and completely out or they're closeted gay and just can't tell their parents um, or they just don't have resources or support system at all because of their choice in sexuality and I just feel like yes that's great to be inclusive and I really appreciate seeing these stories in these spaces but damn do they got to be so one-dimensional do they have to lack such humanity and are humans so dense that we can't walk and chew gum at the same time you know we can't you know, watch a character grow and evolve through a series and or a movie and also have them be rep a representation of a particular community that's underrepresented. It's kind of like we can't do both because we just have a fundamental issue of viewing these type of people as people first. So we kind of got to think about that and like how we feel about that type of situation and, and kind of as a, as a group you know as humanity decide like what 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 the hell do we want because we say we want one thing but then i feel like what people watch what people support is a complete other thing and i kind of just had to get on my soapbox about that because it's just so upsetting it's so freaking upsetting so upsetting and i'm kind of tired of seeing it and I, I, I'm not going to sit here with my little podcast and being a TikToker and present myself as someone that is, I don't know, knows what she's talking about in movie buff and, and I just know so much about theater and acting or whatnot. I know none of these things. I just know when a story is good and I know when a story is flat um, because art mim uh, mimics life often and it ain't it. It ain't it, you know, and, and it's and it's a no for me. It is an absolute no for me. I hate these things. Um, I think I also want to segue and kind of have a I don't know how much of a long discussion about this, but I do I do definitely want to touch on this kind of from a different perspective. Um let's talk about media and let's talk about social media in particular and family friendly i think i am just struggling um kind of trying to get my feet wet and find my way in this industry as a black presenting woman so i think i'm going to start this 
from where I'm where I'm at with it I guess I'll make it personal for me and then I'll kind of go through um, I guess my gripes uh, specifically one by one because you know I got a lot of gripes that's on Periana that's just that's just on how the fuck I feel okay 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 so I think that um I always say which on my biggest platform that I currently am on right now is TikTok and I always say how envious I am of the whites of TikTok uh, you know, and I say that for several reasons, and I feel like we can kind of recount all of them right now. I get to be me, but it's very much inside of a box. And I am expected, you know, demanded, if you will, to be a social justice warrior. And I'm just like, I mean, that's cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the type of person I really love being black. I find it to be very valuable. Um, I wouldn't change it for the world. I find myself to be attractive. Like, you know, I don't have low self-esteem. There's just certain things I don't struggle with. So I really find a lot of strength in being black. But I just feel like that's not all of me. Um, it does shape how I view the world and how I walk through the world. And I respect that. Um, and I love it. But I think something that was bumming me out the other day, uh, a few a month or two ago, TikTok had this huge glitch and it was just really, really affecting um, people of color. And uh, I was kind of saying on a live, like I, I went through my For You page, like my actual personal page where I follow people on. And, you know, I follow a good mix of people and there were a lot of white creators and they were just living their life. And I had such a such a feeling of jealousy and and rage and then I was like oh shit I want to talk about that I want to talk about that because as a black woman I'm supposed to be a strong black woman you know what I'm saying as a black woman I'm supposed to be um strength personified education personified black excellence magical all of these things but none of these things allow me the space to be human and I could not have thought of anything that I would rather be than just myself in that moment. And, and I had to settle for just being a black girl on TikTok. And it was so invalidating and frustrating. And then, to me, it was never shameful. So I ain't never felt like ashamed of that. Like, that's just not, that's, that's just not it for me. So I wasn't really ashamed in any way. But... I, I wanted to voice that I, I need more black people black creators black females to have vulnerability online and say look fuck if I want to talk if I if I want to motherfucking talk about being a bad bitch I want to talk about being a bad bitch if I want to talk about real ass bitch giving fuck about a nigga I want to be able to talk about that but can I can I get the space to be human it's like you're gawked at it is like you're in a zoo and then you're looking at other people that just get to live and and then there's a certain level of like anger and rage that goes along with that right so then sometimes you worry about why is this tension you know what i'm saying like you know sometimes black women seem so angry well we got a lot to be motherfucking angry about because you know what I wanted to get up and do? I wanted to get up and be who the fuck I am. But you know what I have to get up and do? I have to get up and deal with these motherfucking racist ass trolls that bother me for one one reason or another. Um, and then I also have um, black women sometimes coming at me like, oh, you know, you, you should be more grateful or more thankful. And I'm just kind of like, you're always 
balance between knowing your place but reaching for the stars but also staying strong and also being a robot the shit is fucking whack and so I say all of that to say that even with all of that and I played my cards completely right straight down the middle and and I was just the most authentic person so um, I'm gonna continue talking about my my being palatable to everyone right so if I do all the right things as a black female um, and I and marketable i mind my p's and q's my content is fucking fire I'm, I'm you know i'm being sought after by you know just just a lot of people and i've created a dope ass environment i will still be offered a lot less and then it makes you feel like okay well damn like you know i really gotta walk this this thin line and i really gotta pretend to be this way and i really gotta present my myself like this or that and i'm not and not that's not gonna be me you know so that's i i don't know who the hell listens to this podcast i'm pretty sure it comes from a tiktok but i'll tell you the fuck what it is never gonna fucking happen i'm never going to dim who i am just to be palatable you know for marketing i would love to work with companies i would love sponsorships and i have integrity i have a good moral compass and that's just what it is but that don't mean that my ideas are not my ideas and that my opinions are not my opinions and then moving on to social media as a whole the people that are considered palatable family friendly you know what i'm saying the, the people that have these huge platforms and that people stand behind i'm talking about i'm talking about like companies you know what i'm saying like coca-cola pepsi tesla um you know being a youtube actual partner so the people like james charles let's 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 at this point at this point the way the way that i'm motherfucking feel about this shit let's go down the people that are palatable that are advertised to other people They they always stay on some type of trending page and let's pick these motherfuckers apart because i feel like we can come to another conclusion as to why they're considered marketable and or palatable to most of society and and i would not be because i can already foresee that i would not be right james charles james charles has been problematic since the very start of his career i have openly said that james charles the way that he got on the scene is literally sis was like oh I used to go to school and I was bullied. I was relentlessly fucking bullied. And I was bullied because um, I'm a bad bitch and I just wanted to do makeup and this was my dream and my passion for my whole life and like that's what the fuck it was, right? That's what this said. Come to find out, didn't nobody bother this, this, this girl? Like not one person. Like nobody bothered James Charles. He was able to attend school and basically be himself. So he kind of got in with that sympathy card that was debunked and then like nobody did anything about it and then he started to be like very problematic and and i say this and i say it with my whole chest i side eye people that keep people that are not on the same social economic level as them around in their group um now this does allow you to have one or two people that are not really on your level and these are people that you really love and you just don't care where they're at in life you value them and you find so much value in them other than fiscal value so okay cool but this is not like your whole clique james charles is the type of person that 
doesn't have friends that are on his level you know and then if they are on his level which i'm about to get into it's a very particular reason so he starts you know befriending people or going after people that were openly not a part of the lgbt community with the goal of having a relationship with them male type right male type of human i'm sorry military so we say male type when we mean male um secondly the people that were on his level was like the charlie de Emilio's of tiktok and he was only around them for access to other young men allegedly but it makes sense to me it makes freaking sense okay this is the person that was propped up this was the girl that was taken i mean james charles was taken to coachella not coachella um what is it called where all the fashion people go met gala yes he was taken to the met gala which was a great experience um and i think i'm not even mad at that that he made stumbles and he made mistakes and he was brought to a, a very important event i think my fundamental issue is that they will say the reason why they'll why they keep other people out of these same social circles is because they are not marketable and they're you know they can't be sold in, in any type of way, but you found a way to sell James Charles, child, like what the what 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 the fuck? What the fuck? So okay, cool. Let's go down the list. David Dobrik. <sighs> this man has been doing tasteless, tasteless type of skits the entire time. Like these people didn't just start the other day being problematic. Do you remember when him and Liza Koshi or Koki? I'm not sure how to say her name and I apologize if I'm saying it incorrectly, but they was out here like mumbling, you know, Asian words or, you know, trying to sound Asian with nonsense. And it was just like so tone deaf, so unable to read the room, just despicable. But both like <laughs> they got a platform and the platform is huge. Right. And then let's keep going. The Paul brothers, the Paul brothers, he got raided by the FBI. This dude can't get less than 10 million views on YouTube. Shane Dawson spent most of his time playing blackface and then enabled somebody that had a real ED. Eugenia Cooney lied, did a money grab on makeup. He still has a platform. He was deplatformed, but he is making his goddamn way back. Trisha Paytas child she is harassment personified you know what i'm saying like tati westbrook problematic and she's here looking at everybody look at her bitch what the fuck and you guys want to sit around and tell me that these people are more marketable than some of the other people of color that you've seen online no they're not no they're not no no they're absolutely not First of all, Bad Baby. Bad Baby is... <laughs> this girl went on the Dr. Phil show, though she was a child, and I'll give her I'll give her, her flowers for, for being a child and just not being able to, to... I don't know how to properly say that. Being a child 
and not having the answers and not being not knowing how to necessarily navigate so she she needed some guidance but had that been a little black girl acting like that she wouldn't have a record you know contract she wouldn't have be verified online she was propped up for having bad behavior and being a caricature of what people think a little black girl is Meanwhile, another little black girl went on on Dr. Phil and she wasn't particularly rude, but she was racist, you know, pre not, well, prejudiced against black people because, you know, words mean things. So she wasn't racist, but she was prejudiced against black people. She was actually a black girl, but felt like she was white. That girl has ran away to the depths of hell in which the weekend resides. You know what I'm saying? Like that girl is nowhere to be found and you know why because society seems to only really like black people when their caricature or their costume that can be taken on and off just saying just saying it's a freaking problem to me it's a problem i don't like it i do not like it and i find myself having complete and other issues about it and I'm still trying to reconcile it now I feel like this won't be the only time that I'll speak on it because it's something that embarrasses me embarrasses it's it's something that intrigues me um, as well as um, it intrigues me and it hurts me at the same time but it's something that I really really will want to talk about and dive into and figure out what what the hell is what the hell you know what I'm saying so that's another thing and I think that I want to kind of segue into one of the last topics and for me that's gonna be um doomsday preppers <laughs> I know this is completely all over the place but motherfucking hear me out hear me out i'm trying to figure out where the doomsday prepper community is because i'm trying to be with you i am trying to find my people okay so if you are a doomsday prepper please feel free to contact me on the takeoff talks on the instantgram okay on the twitter ters all right i'm here for all of the shits because after i saw that um freaking hackers can hack into and essentially shut down a main gas line that distributes gas to the east coast and cause a gas shortage not by resources but by shutting the mother freaking system down doomsday preppers it's your time to shine all right i need you here with me i need to have lovely discussions and talks with you we need to be friends um because I don't know how to grow tomatoes or cucumbers, you know what I'm saying? Your girl can't even grow an orange. You know, I took I took an orange seed out of the orange. Boom, I put it in a little paper towel, which is what the YouTube said. I put it down to the paper towel. I wet the paper towel because it's damp. I gave it air and I put it in the sun. Guess what that thing did? It got moldy. You know what that means? Death to me during the apocalypse. That means I will not survive. And I am trying to even my odds, okay? I'm trying to be out here surviving, okay? These motherfuckers come down with espionage, bitch. I'm trying to be ready, all right? So go ahead and tap your girl on the shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Me and you are friends. We go together, all right? Uh, 
first business is um you teach me how to feed myself because feeding myself to me is the most important a very 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 close second is i need you to teach me with with authority like where y'all be putting y'all stuff come on i got okay so i done written down some stuff in my uh in, in my notes and i need y'all to tell me first of all where y'all put y'all stuff at because i know you don't just be walking around with like chemical hazard suits i know that you don't just be walking around with like dry food that could last you five years i know you don't just be walking around with your underground bunker and stuff like that so like where where's the party where are we keeping this stuff at like where do we go that's number one number two do y'all need like do y'all have a cash app that i could like cash app y'all some money so i could like save my seat like do you have available seating for me um and then um an intermission if if you will i, I do have an intermission um something that i need and i want to say to y'all um what i am not asking for is shelter during a zombie apocalypse you understand i'm talking about espionage here and espionage only as far as the zombie apocalypse goes um no thank you i do not like to run from my life it gives me severe anxiety so um if a zombie apocalypse happens i'm gonna i'm gonna lay down i would like to join them and um i i don't i don't want to bring you down with me so if a zombie apocalypse happens just go ahead and leave me um I won't be before you long so that's that's what i want from you what i want from you is if the, if the zombies come right go ahead and leave me I, um i don't i don't have too many questions after that i, I will i don't want to beat them i want to join them so we're talking about espionage and espionage only how to survive in the continent of the united states with limited equipment um and with what else i want to survive with i'm trying to tell y'all what i'm trying to survive with with limited equipment you know what i'm saying and i'm trying to live underground too because i heard that you know it living above ground is crazy like all the movies i watch they said that's a no-no so i asked y'all where y'all be putting y'all stuff at number two like do y'all have a plan like how are we supposed to get from point a to point b because like it's only gonna be so much gas so like how y'all plan to get from point a to point b do y'all have gas stations or gas saved up that's that's number two how do we plan on taking a shower and and boo-booing how we plan to do that you know what i'm saying that's that's also very important because i don't want to boo-boo underground right you know what i'm saying and then now i'm sitting here looking at my boo-boo look at me so like what do we have for sanitation you know resources and stuff like that you know what i'm saying for waste disposal um so i would really like to talk about that get that up and going um what do you suggest i pack um because what i was thinking of packing i feel like i don't need because do you think that i'm gonna need fancy highlighter you know what i'm saying like i could have a natural glisten in the sun because we ain't gonna have no air conditioning and i'm being very serious like i know y'all think i'm being sarcastic and facetious but i'm trying to learn so the joke's on you okay i know i'm gonna have a natural glisten because i'm melanated in the sun right i'm gonna be real cute but should i bring sunscreen because i care about my skin you know what i'm saying they say black don't crack then another thing do y'all know i like to do my eyebrows so like what are the chances just hear me out that um there's going to be a place for me to do my brows and you know i don't do too much around the eyes i just need an eyeliner and some complexion products or you think that that's non-essential because i feel like do you feel like that's non-essential because to me it's essential also i'm black 
um, I, that mean basically I'm mixed with unicorn. And let me explain to you what being black and mixed with unicorn means. That means I have natural hair, but I wear protective styling because my hair be trying to play me. All right, so boom. While my hair be trying to play me, right? I need a collection of wigs and La Synthetica hair so that I could bring my hair up so you know I could be ready to fight like Michonne down to the walking dead. But like I said, please do not allow that to trick you. I do not want to be present during the zombie apocalypse. Just go ahead and get me up out of here. Get me to the upper room with my makeup. But anyways, back to what I was saying. I'm going to need like a lot of different hairstyles and since it's going to be a zombie apocalypse and it's going to be like forever, I'm going to need a lot of hairstyles and I just want, you, want to know if that's essential or non-essential because to me it's essential you understand what i'm saying like you know that's all i'm trying to say um so that's first and foremost also um tv i just spent all this time talking about tv and movies so y'all know i fucks with that um do we plan on acting scenes out um what are we taking for recreational purposes you know what i'm saying we ain't gonna be able to communicate with anybody how i'm gonna know what's going on down to the palestine how i'm gonna know what's going on down to the black twitter if we don't have any communication devices and i know what you're thinking communication devices need to be used for resources so that we can speak to others that are also in the post-apocalyptic world i don't care um I don't care nothing about that. That's none of my. That's none of my black business. That's really none of my business. Um, what my business is is how I'ma know if Kourtney Kardashian and Travis break up and he get back with Kim Kardashian allegedly. Like how I'm supposed to know that? You know what I'm saying? And then you know Kanye has an ongoing beef with um with um Kylie baby Stormy, and he said that on a Twitter. You know he said he don't really fuck with that little girl named Stormy. So what I'm trying to say is how I'm supposed to find out is if the beef is resolved if you know we don't know how we're gonna entertain ourselves it's just some food for thought um and i just wanted to leave you with those thoughts it's it's not too much um i'm working on these podcasts and i'm kind of just freelancing and i'm gonna kind of get on the mic and talk i think what i'll do is i'll do half of my topics on my live stream on tiktok and then i'll do the other half here so that we're not being repetitive but this is still very much practice even though it's episode number two i fuck with y'all i love y'all doomsday preppers this is your time to shine feel free to contact me on any social media platform that i am on because we have got to get our plans down pat for the um down to the um we gotta get it we, we gotta get our plans down paid because i don't want to be out here looking crazy you know what i'm saying like y'all gotta learn your part i gotta learn my part i gotta know what to do um there's a lot of things that i don't know how to do and stuff like that and so that's why we need to talk like we need to have a community so i'm glad that you guys were here with me and i'm glad to be here with y'all so you know we go together we're in love and everything like that so i guess i'm gonna call y'all babe um i want to try to record every day i've been feeling so amazing let's let me let me before i get out of here just say that i'm even here right now because i feel amazing i feel so damn good um it has been a struggle with my mental health you already know what i'm going through in the military and if you don't it ain't none of your business no i'm just playing but i'm actually serious for real but um today was a good day um my energy was high i had very little um depression fatigue and i was feeling it i got a lot done today i got my series out early which led me here to be able to record a podcast i know it could be probably a little boring but i'm sorry we still playing with it or whatever so i think that's what i'll do and i'm
I'm just so happy that y'all rocking with me through all this mess. And y'all accept me with all my red shit. Get on mess. Um, <laughs> I love y'all baby mamas and baby daddies. And um, family and friends. Bye, y'all.